Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. And welcome, so excited to be here. I am Paul Fink, your host, The Maverick Millionaire. And today we are interviewing one of our great, great authors in actually two upcoming books that we have that we're launching as we speak. The first one is, of course, our Be a Success Maverick. And I have it right here. Be a Success Maverick, How Ordinary People Do It Different to Achieve Extraordinary Results. We've got volume three coming out that Pam is in as one of our key authors. And we also have a special, special new edition coming out for our Network Marketing Pros called Network Marketing 2.0 Revealed, How Everyday Marketers Are Reshaping the Industry for a New Generation Pam is here, and she is, man, a hip nana, wife, mother, friend, lifetime learner, cooking enthusiast, beach lover, compassionate samurai, multiple business owner, retired wallflower, awesome, awesome, (laughs) and a professional network marketer. She got bit by the network marketing bug in 1989. Pam is a respected professional, 30 years of sales, marketing background, She's built and trained sales teams all around the world. Besides being respected, she's also well-liked, which I I know full well. Her innate ability to connect with people quickly, paired with a servant leadership style, has really helped her create dynamic results. Her mission is to impact lives, impact lives globally by helping others to realize that they can choose faith over fear every single time. Pam understands this happens much easier when they lean into God for strength, guidance, to create incredible outcomes for themselves and others, their family, their community. Her passion is to transfer this understanding to each person she engages with who's ready to take the leap of faith and live their best life with God as their source. Please welcome Pam Lukow. Thank you so much, Pam. It's a pleasure to have you here. And with all of that said, you've had some, some great success. You've, you've in multiple different career paths, if you will. Mm-hmm. What is, when did things really like change for you? Uh, when was it that was that catalyst that went, oh, I, I, this is it? This is it. I'm going to do life different, right? <laughs> Yeah. It was when um, life was in chaos and things weren't going as I thought and as I planned. And a friend had a luncheon and she had a luncheon. And at this luncheon, she had a speaker at this luncheon. And the speaker did this really cool balloon thing. And I don't even remember what it is now. I think he let go of the balloon or something realizing that we really don't have all that much control over a lot of things. Right. And so he was actually offering a weekend retreat and my heart started beating. And you know, when you know 
you're supposed to be there and you don't know why. And I didn't have a lot of information and I knew I, I knew I really, I needed to be there. Not only did I want to be there, I needed to be there. And so I went and I remember at that event, he said, you know, you're, you're just such a wallflower. And I thought a wallflower, how did that, how did that happen? Like I was the varsity cheerleader. I've spoken to teams all over the world. Um, I've spoken at the Pasadena Palladium. I mean, I remember at that one, my folks were in the audience and we were at an event and I forgot to tell my mom that I was one of the speakers. And so I had excused myself and I come out of the front there in Pasadena where they have the big Grammys. And I, I hear from the audience, hey, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun moment. And I thought, how did I become a wallflower? Like what in the world happened? And so life happened, right? Life happens for a lot of people. You know, it's, it's like at, at Disneyland, you know, we're, we're, we're on that e-ticket ride, right? We've got the e-ticket ride. I found these in my folk stuff and the coveted, the coveted e-ticket ride. I can't believe I found a book that has the e-ticket ride in it, right? And there's times in life where we're brave and courageous and we are all in. We can't get enough of those e-ticket rides that back then cost 43 cents, for an e-ticket ride. We just want to be on the safe A-ticket rides, right? Because we lost our confidence. We lost, you know, who knows? But it's but it's all in there, right? It's all in there. The good, the bad, the ugly, it's all in there. So I remember him saying that to me. And then the next day at that event, I had said to one of the other presenters, I said, hey, um, it's really, it's really good to be here. And he said, you know, you deserve to be here. And I thought, I deserve to be here. Wow. That's a powerful word because I really kind of felt like I wasn't deserving of anything. Right. So I really learned and, and really it was those realizations of people speaking the truth in love. And that's how I got the, that's how I got the nickname, the velvet hammer, because I can speak the truth in love because I know it saved my life. It changed my life. And because it saved and changed my life, I pay it forward to other people and also speak the truth in love because we know we all have greatness in us. Sometimes we just need that little hand, that little word, that little encouragement to know that I, I'm with you. I got your back. I'm here. No, really amazing. And, and, couple key components I wanted that I want to delve a little deeper. One is life hits us all. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I absolutely recognized in my journey is that it hits everyone, in my opinion, equally. Like we all get hit with stuff and it's how you react to it, how you respond to it that really makes the difference with where you end up. Right. And so sometimes we go through and what you were expressing is that life hit you and you went into a really into a space that wasn't who you wanted to identify yourself as. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's really key. You mm -hmm. made the decision to change. Mm -hmm. And at some you point heard. I made the decision to fall in that hole too, right? Oh, Life yeah. is all about choice. And I take complete responsibility for where I was, where I am, you know, every moment. But 
I, I didn't realize I was there. And I think through this post-pandemic and whatnot, a lot of people are finding themselves in a different space. Than they, and, and they need a word to go, what? Right. How the heck did I get here? What do you mean I'm here? What do you mean I'm, you know? Right. So for you, you're at this event and you, and you resonated with the love and the care that was, that was coming forth. Like what makes that moment unique? What makes it unique for you? Because there are tons of people that get into that same space. You know, life hits us. We make a choice. We get into that lull. We choose a, a direction that isn't who we want to be. Right. And yet we stay there. And some people stay there for the rest of their life. Yeah, they do. Why, what, why, why, did, I, why did I do change? What, yeah. what was it? Get back up. Get back up. You know, I realized, like you said, an important key component. I was in an environment where where I was away from my environment, right? Which I think is key with your Orlando event coming up soon. I think it's so key for people to get out of their environment and get in a, an environment that's almost like a bubble, you know? Have you, have you, Especially now with what's yeah. going on with, with our, our COVID and lockdowns and restrictions, man, yeah. people... People need human contact. They need yes. that engagement. They need to create that, that movement and difference in, yeah. in those connections. Yeah. So, so I was in a safe, loving environment where I knew people had my best in, in store for me, right? They were people that had my back. And I see that with your upcoming event as well, where they're going to be in a safe loving, caring environment where people have their back, where people sometimes, you know, it's like that, that, that picture you see where there's a, a cliff over here and a cliff over here and this big gap in between. And sometimes the jump from here to there seems so great when you've gotten yourself isolated and boy, haven't people gotten themselves isolated this past year and a half, lost their support systems, lost family members, lost their jobs, their careers, their vocations, and are feeling like, man, I'm over here all by myself. And I see that over there. I want to be over there, but I need a bridge. And so at that event and at your event, they helped me build the bridge and they helped me see that I'm worth it. I deserve it. I, and, and then Yes. The part that really pricked my heart was that who's watching me, right? My children are watching me. Oh. My neighbors are watching me. My friends are watching me. And if I'm not brave enough, then what message is that sending them? That's sending them the message that they, that be afraid, right? Gosh, fear has run our country for or the world for a whole year and a half. So if I'm afraid and I'm staying safe and I'm a wallflower, guess what? They're buying into that same thing. Somebody's got to take the charge. Somebody's got to take you're, the lead. You and are speaking my language. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I think back and, and I started, I did my major shift about 20 years ago and then definitely 15 years ago, 16 years ago. And I, I always envisioned and I, I did my major shift and my major um, uh, heavy lifting, if you will, 
mm-hmm. because my kids were watching. Yeah. And I recognize that as I do, they will too. Amen. Yeah. And, and that is a driving force for everything I do now. Now the youngest is turning 20. So mm-hmm. I've been through the, the timeline and it's the same thing that you're expressing is, is when we recognize that when we step up, we become the catalyst for others to do so. Yes. And that for me, and I know you speak the same language is um, it's a sin not to. Yeah. Exactly. That, that we've been given this talent yeah. And, and the, this ability yeah. and, w- and it's within everybody. And yeah. when we squander it or waste yes. it, it, it's a sin. And it really and is. Start feeling that. Mm-hmm. Man, what, what, fear has no chance. We're just going to step into it no matter what. Exactly. And, and you know what goes along with that is then I realized I was being selfish by playing small and playing into my fear, I was being selfish because who is that all about? It's all about me, 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 me. I'm scared. I'm selfish. I don't want to move forward. I might fail. I might succeed. All my story swirl that's going on oh my is gosh. all about me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I want to switch this up. So once I switched it up and made it about others and how I could help others and how I can pour into others and how I can, you know, be there for others. Guess what? It wasn't about me anymore. So the fear cloud, that story swirl ended and lifted and became Uh, about others because then it wasn't about me anymore. Right. Uh, no, no question. It's really amazing when you when you position yourself so that it's not about you anymore, and you really start speaking into what other people are doing and what, what how you can help them. Really creates that that difference in in everything that happens, everything that follows thereafter. And with, with that whole message and and everything that we're talking about. Uh, kudos. And I know you, you live it and breathe it. And so you felt that And the message for that I'm hearing for other people is that, that when you approach your world and, and business as well as personal, but when you approach your world with love and heart and focus on how to serve everything else follows, everything else follows because sales are not human beings, right? It, it, it's like our good friend Crystal says, connection is currency. Here, here. Connection is currency. And for me, it's all about the connection and the rest follows, right? The rest shows up, but by, by me, sh- first, I've got to show up. <laughs> and yep. if, I've, if I'm in bed with the covers over my head, I am not showing up. No <laughs> question. And then who else can show up, right? Yeah. So. You know, years ago, I created this epic encore and I, I had this kind of crazy idea. Crystal and I were in a mind master group and it was all about click funnels and all this stuff. And I got so lost in the technology and overwhelmed with the technology. I let it die. But really, in my heart of hearts, it's really we all want an epic encore, especially now where so many people have gone to the back room 
and the backstage and not even in the building, right? So I got to show up. I got to show up. I got to be in the building. I got to be up there because life is calling all of us back. Life is like when you're at a concert and they, they go off and you clap and you clap and the roar gets louder because you want more of it. And I think life wants more of every person on this planet. And sometimes they need a little cheering section. I'm happy to be that cheering section saying life wants you back. So great cheerleader. Absolutely. Uh, You carry with you just love, heart, and passion wherever you go. And I've experienced that in multiple different avenues and can't wait for uh, the the future and what we have going on and all the rest of the engagements. Me too. Uh, We've got, we've got two books that we're co-authoring in. We've, that you're bringing to the market right now. Right. What is it that's in those chapters? What would be some takeaways that you'd Mm. like to share to tell them that's why you want to read this chapter? They both kind of dovetail together, really. And some of them are, are from my story 15 years ago. And some of them are just really people's life story from this past year. The one chapter is Pivot or Perish. And, you know, I found myself with a new business, a new product that I launched into the marketplace, February, my birthday of 2020. And then when COVID hit, that technology and that idea and that product, nobody gave a hoot about because they all just thought they were going to die. They didn't care about their DNA. They didn't care. And so... I was in a spot where pivot or perish and how many times in life have I been in that spot of pivot or perish and I can choose to perish. I mean, golly, think of all the, when I look at my phone, I think of all the businesses that have perished, whether it be the Thomas guide, right? The Thomas guide map book. What happened to those guys? The, um, the cameras, what happened to those guys? All the little photo booths, what happened to those guys, right? The calculator, who used, I mean, I still have a calculator here in my drawer that I use, but what happened to those guys that used to make the calculator? There's, they had to choose to pivot or perish, right? And so it's a little bit about helping folks to take a look at what they're doing if they're discouraged what are they doing? Do they need to pivot? Because perishing just isn't a choice. And then of course, the next book is feel the fear and do it anyways. Right. And we just show up in life and we might feel fearful, but we make it about others and we push past the fear and do it anyways. In fact, I'll tell one last story. And uh, I had uh, earned a trip to Macau, China. And a friend of mine had also earned the trip. And I was one of like, there were two women on that trip. And that, and, and of the 500 people that had achieved that trip, there were two of us, two women on that trip. So in Macau, China, they have the highest bungee jump in the world. Yes. And I've never been bungee jumping, had no idea to bungee jump. And 
So the last day they let us out early and I said to my colleague, you know, we've got like four hours. What are you going to do? And he said, let's go bungee jumping. And I said, oh, I think I have to pack. <laughs> he said, pack in the middle of the night. Like you're not going to sleep all night because you've got to take the slow boat over to Hong Kong. And so you've got to leave like at three o'clock in the morning, pack in the middle of the night, come bungee jumping. And then he said to me, because guess what? I switched to the A ticket, right? I was, I got a little afraid with the E ticket, right? So I said to him, well, I got afraid. So I got practical. And he said, do you want to continue to live your life with regret? Aren't you done with that? And I thought, oh, I thought I had worked through that. I mean, every time we think we've worked through it, it just shows up. It shows up. It shows up, right? It gets a little buried. And I said, you're right. I'm in a skirt. That's probably not appropriate. Let me put some jeans on. I'll meet you in the lobby. And you know what? We did. We, we, I met him in the lobby. And the day before when we had gone through the town of Macau, it was, we were in a cab and it was gridlock. And we had been up to that building because we did the catwalk around where they harness you all in and you just walk around the top of it. So it was crowded, crowded, crowded. And when we got in that cab, guess what? It was like a rocket. We were at that place. And I'm like, oh, wow, we're here, right? And then we go into the building, no line, nobody's there, go right on the elevator, get out. The universe moved in the direction that it needed to move. Nobody in the entire place. And mind you, the day before, it was crawling with people. And so we get there and they said, hey, the machine's all you know, it's all rigged up for your weight. So you're going first. And he said, he's a chiropractor. And he said, oh, good. Cause if you die, I'm not going to go. <laughs> said, Thanks a lot, buddy. Great. <laughs> you know what? It was scary. And I remember when I, they have cameras at all the buildings around and you're waving. And I remember waving to my kids and I said, I love you if I don't come back. <laughs> Oh, that's hysterical. And when I jumped off, I thought, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to die, I may as well enjoy this because I've kind of always wanted to fly like a bird, right? And how many times in life do we think what we're going to about to do, we're going to die. We're going to fail. We're going to succeed. We're going to whatever. And if we learn to just really surrender, right? Surrender to the process. If we surrender, it can be a joyous ride and not a terrifying ride. And we can go there ourselves and we can take a boatload of people with us. So those are my two chapters. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Love the bungee jump. We will be doing stuff like that in the future. Uh, Yeah, we've done uh, I, I love taking, you know, all of uh, my associates and friends and clients, and we all go on adventures together on a regular oh, basis. And love that. We're going to have a blast because that's the example of the leap of faith. Yes. And in my experience, we take leaps of faith on a regular basis. Yes. It's not just one. No. It's over and over and over again that creates the major success in our lives. Yes. And it, that was one of your leaps of faith. Yes. Physically as well as mentally. Yes. And so yes. great. And broke off so much. 
oh my yeah. gosh, there's hardly it, it. You know, I had that. I always had that fear of falling and he knew that. So I wouldn't go on the Tower of Terror at Disneyland. I wouldn't go on anything that dropped. I wouldn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that feeling of falling, that feeling of the bottom dropping out, right? So real important. Have you done more of that since then? Yes. So that's awesome. And, and I would say one of the best things to do, and I've experienced this growth myself, yes. is to at some point get back there and do that or something very similar again. Yes. <laughs> to really see. And one of the things that I've, I've experienced is when I've gone back, like the first time you're like, ah, I'm going to do it anyway, because <laughs> I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it. Right. What I've, what I found is that that moves you and grows you and develops you. And so then over time you go back to do that same thing. Yeah. And, and you're like, Bring it. Let's yeah, go. No problem. Because it, it, you're you're in a different space yeah. because of that experience and what's yes. happened since then. Yes. And don't you find it just transfers over into life because then whatever trigger, whatever struggle or whatever, you might dip back there, yeah. but you you don't dip back as fast and you don't stay as long. The the time in between gets shorter. That yep. well, the time in between gets longer. And then staying there gets shorter. The yes. more you just grow that. And it's like a muscle, right? It's like a muscle. You've got you've to work it. You've got it's all of life is a muscle. You've got to work it. Absolutely. What a great lesson. And what a great message for everybody that's listening to this. This okay. is really key. And, and what we were just talking about is some of the key components of success in yes. all avenues of your life. And, and yes. I want to make sure that people don't miss it. This yeah. is really key. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pam, we, we've been talking about some of your adventures, some of what has made you you and where you're at now. Mm -hmm. What's next for you? Mm. So much is next because I really I turned 60 this year. And so in turning 60, it does feel different. It feels when you enter middle age, you know, it'll happen. Yeah, it's funny. It feels like legacy and I lost both my parents this last year as well and so it feels like time is urgent it feels like time is so much more precious precious yeah. and it feels like I'm in that wisdom in that in fact I had a little little rock here somebody oh yeah somebody gave this to me and I'm like oh that's so true it feels like I'm in that wisdom phase where it really truly like what's left of this life really truly isn't about me. It really truly is about others and how I can pour into others and the faster and the more I can pour into others in a greater way and really just squeeze the rest of this life out of this life and not waste a moment. Like it's, it's like that I was eating plums the other day and I'm like, these plums don't taste good. I threw them away. I know it's probably really bad, but I'm like, I'm so committed to like, not eating food that doesn't taste good, not being around people that are toxic. I mean, I have no, no problem at all saying, Hey, you know what? That's gossip. Like you're telling me that other person's story. And I believe everybody has the right to tell their own story. I don't tell other people's stories. I don't want anybody telling my story. Here, and here. so I can, do you mind if we either get off the phone or change the conversation? I don't have any problem doing that yeah. because life is sweet. 
and life is precious right. and life is fragile. And right. so the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. And I'm taking as many people with me on this epic encore, whether you're 20, 30, 50, 60, 80, doesn't matter. Let's go on a quest. Let's take the rest of our life and make it the best of our life because everybody who's listening to this deserves it. They truly, truly do. Uh, here, here. There's mm -hmm. no bigger, better message than that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So awesome. Uh, just love your journey and what's next. And this is only the beginning where you've got yes. so much more. Yes. And so, um, We've got something fun now that I want to do, a little lightning round, if you will, to round okay. out our our experience here. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So. so your favorite book that you'd recommend for others? My favorite book right now is The Art of Surrender by Coot Blackson. I think that will be one of book that I read every year. It's um, I read several little books every year, um, and that's going to be one of them. I love that awesome. book. Awesome. Uh, favorite movie? Ooh, Life is Beautiful. Love that movie. Oh. It protects his boy, you know, Goodness. when they're in the, in the concentration camp and his boy never knows that they are. Like life is such a choice and what you, you know, he just choose to, chose to make it a game and he yeah. chose to bring out the sweetness in everything. And I just... Gosh, we need. So I love that movie. Yeah, life is beautiful. What a great, what a great choice! If you're not familiar with it, absolutely go look it up. Uh, favorite singer band? Ooh, two really. And it's interesting. I was fortunate enough to have two great dads in my life, and my bio dad loved country music, and so I like Blake Shelton and that kind of country music. It just reminds right. me of him. It's kind of sweet. And uh, he just died very young. And then um, I was fortunate to, enough to have another dad for 50 years who uh, he loved um, the, the greats, the classics. And so I like Michael Buble because he kind of has a little different twist on it. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And your biggest passion? Mm, my biggest passion you know, I, my biggest passion is really pouring into other people, like as kooky as that sounds. There was a time in life when the kids launched and we sold the house, sold the boat, released and gave away everything. The only thing I kept was this little desk I'm sitting at right now. This, that's all we kept. And we bought a motorhome and we hit the road. Oh my gosh. And so... I thought it would be wonderful, but you know what I couldn't stand about it? There was no sense of community because you're moving all the time. You can't get to know people enough and to pour into others. So, you know, I have a, a mentorship group with kids and teens that I pour into, um, Beautiful. Or into the homeless community here. And so I get to know those people and they become my people and my tribe. And so as kooky as it sounds, I realized that I'm a better me and I'm a happy me when I'm pouring into others and cooking. 
I do love yeah. to cook. And I can, but I can cook for others, right? No and question. So that's part of my love. When I'm loving on somebody, I'm cooking for them and giving them fun things to eat. So beautiful. That's probably it. Final words of wisdom to share with our listeners. Mm. I would just say to everybody who's listening to know that you have what it takes and you are worth it. If somebody's telling you you're too much, guess what? You are enough. You are too much. You're amazing. And the world is waiting for you to show up. Here, here. Pam, thank you so much. It's been thank an you. absolute pleasure. This is awesome. Be looking for and go grab hold of the two books that are coming out that she's yes. going to be in, Be a Success Maverick and Network Marketing 2.0 Revealed. And we've got, and you want to connect with her, we've got her links and, and all her information is right here. So go no further, go check her out. She's amazing and will just fill your life with heart and soul and uh, love from, from all her glee. I just love it. Thank, Thank you, you so much again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. much Everyone, this is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. This has been a glorious episode of the Maverick Do It Different podcast, where we dare to do it different. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7 on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe. And share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.